Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 67. On today's show, we discuss Bafana Bafanya's failure uh, to reach the next Afghan competition. We also discuss Mulepi and Teki being sacked and who should replace them. What's next for Safa and Bafana. And we also uh, take a look at Pirates goalkeeping department and whether or not they need to restructure. Whether you're listening to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, welcome to the show. Of course, I'm not alone. I'm Slu Paho, but I'm joined by former IX Cape Town and Mamalodi Sundowns goalkeeper, Mr. Sean Roberts. How are you doing? Slu Dog. Always good. Thanks, bud. How are you? All good, all good. And also former Sundowns as well and Orlando Pirates. Uh, midfielder, Mr. Teko Morisa, how are you doing, sir? You've never mentioned for my mom really sometimes. Never. I'm kidding. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Happy Good Friday to both of you. Thank you. And to you. all of the listeners. Um, so, uh, I think I think the country needs um, a, a laugh, you know? So, I'm, I'm genuinely hoping this is a good joke mm-hmm. for the day, Sean. You, you know why this makes this a special joke? Because this was sent in by a fellow ex-professional footballer who listens to our podcast. Um, so Mr. Matthew Booth sent me this. So I'm not going to take credit for it, but it is beautiful. Here we go. Did you hear about the prisoner with a stutter? He didn't finish his sentence. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. I'll, 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 I'll throw a clap. Thank you to Mr. Matthew. Uh, thank you, Matthew. It's just, it just shows. Oh, like, man. Oh, the car wash. Damn. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we start today's show with a bit of pole position. Pole position. Pole position is where we ask a question on Facebook and you guys respond with your voice notes. And today... Uh, it's mostly about Bafana Bafana, so we asked you guys for your reactions to Bafana's failure against Sudan 2-0 uh, this past weekend. And your responses, uh, you know, as usual, were fantastic. So take a listen, here's what you had to say. What I'm going to say now ne, is that our technical team for Bafana Bafana, they failed to do a simple thing. We are all sad and disappointed because really charity begins at home. They were supposed to qualify for AFCON before qualifying for other cups. It's very sad for us as a nation and the supporters of Bafana Bafana. It's very disappointing and very painful as a South African citizen not to qualify for AFCON because it's something that we are used to eat, but it's painful. And there you go. Uh, disappointment, uh, shock, or lack of shock for, for a lot of people. But um, I think I think going into the Sudan game, a lot of us were perhaps a little optimistic. You know, you draw against Ghana, you think all you have to do is get a draw against Sudan. Uh, but, uh, you know, from what we saw, from at least what, what, what people who were able to watch the match saw, um, it was just we it, we just didn't have we just didn't have enough you know uh, and it's and it sucks to watch but congratulations to Sudan I have to start there uh, it's not a knock on on their quality or anything like that this is more so um, an analysis of Bafana Bafana so uh, how are you guys feeling after that um, 
after that qualification round, um, not making it to the next AFCON. And uh, yeah, what, what was your reaction to the result? Ah, oh, Slew, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fed sick and tired of reading articles and the word choke is in there and then Bafana Bafana is, is next uh, in the article, you know, and it, it's, it's become so synonymous with, with Bafana Bafana in the last five to 10 years is choking at the last, at the last bout, you know, and um, here's a great example of it. Should we have qualified? Yeah, you would have thought so after getting a good result against Ghana like that. Um, but it wasn't to be. I mean, it's just, you know, if you go through the press and Ghana players saying uh, Baba Rahman, who plays for Chelsea, I think he's on loan in Greece somewhere. Um, he he says he's completely not surprised that Bafana didn't qualify. So, you know, you read stuff like this and you're like, oh man, like, why are we not where we're supposed to be in the football world? We've got everything in South Africa. We've got everything. And we just... We just know where, and yeah, we, we can speak about the coach. We can speak the, speak about the selection. Um, you know, we, we've got at length, me and Turco talking about, um, you know, you play three or four or five good games in the PSL and all of a sudden you get a Bafana call up and it's just, it's and you get a cap. And how many people have got one cap or two caps? And um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very frustrating as a, as a fan, as an ex-player. And yeah. Um, we should have qualified, Slew. Of course we should have qualified. It's not good enough. Passing the question over to Deco, what was your response to the match? Slew, yeah. to be honest with you, I thought I thought we'll have a victory against Ghana since we're playing home and looking at um, the type of players that they didn't pitch up for Ghana. So I thought we stand a chance of winning that game. Yeah. And uh, possibly get a draw against Sudan because it's very difficult to go and win there. You know, and uh, that didn't happen. And for me, is uh, looking at the game because I didn't have an opportunity to actually watch the game more than five minutes, the Sudan game. Um, looking at at at, uh, at the at the Ghana game, you have Hamaldin and Pesitao playing up front, and uh, the system that it's been put in place is the Pesitao and Kamaldin, they get in the ball when their backs is against the goal. And these are yeah. the strikers that are supposed to be using the speed, um, you know, uh, helping us in that department to get uh, to score more goals or to create enough chances. That's how Kamaldin is scoring goals, by getting the ball, yeah. he's playing over the shoulder. But now he's being passed the ball on the neck, on the head, they must must now control and and that's how for me it was like what are they trying to achieve with this with with that on its own i knew that we we're not going to win against gun so now it was very very surprising for me to read articles after that game that uh, the coach is saying now we've got a plan against sudan chief he didn't have a plan against ghana mm. what makes you think that you can have a plan against sudan <laughs> you know if you win again the game against ghana dude you go in there my friend you know with a different plan or two you can play six defenders you don't care but you you say you're coming up and saying you've got a plan against Ghana. You know what's the against I get a plan against Sudan. You know what was the plan? To play three defenders at the back. That's what he did. Mm. Just change the system and play three against the three de uh, defenders at the back. But the thing is, uh, Chief, we can you can paint this house and, and change the, all the colors that you want. But it's, as long as the house is leaking, the tiles are not proper, the inside of the house is a mess. You know, it always look beautiful on the outside. But Fana Bafana, that's what it does. On the outside, you can name all the type of players that needs to play for Fana Bafana. But in the inside, it's a mess. There's guys that are not supposed to be there and, and 
and and officers of SAFA that won't, won't allow things to change. We, we we can't be expecting us to qualify for such important 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 uh, tournaments with a coach that hasn't achieved anything in his life. With a coach yeah. that hasn't that hasn't that, that hasn't proven himself to South African fans. It's it's, it's unfair. So for me, it's, I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed at the same time. And I think maybe this shocker will help us actually to rebuild, to start afresh with somebody that Safa can actually employ and and with the, somebody that somebody young, somebody new, fresh ideas. And uh, look, the average age of the national team that we had now is 32. So let's refresh. Let's have a 23, 24 year olds in the national team. Let's. Now let's let's start afresh like everybody else has done so. Germany has done so, all the big guys have done so. Even Ghana themselves at some point have done so. So it's about time that we do. Mm. Yeah. How are you guys feeling heading into the World Cup qualifiers? Because uh, we're <laughs> up against three African teams who qualified for uh, AFCON. We're up against Ghana again, we're up against Ethiopia who managed to qualify and we're up against Zimbabwe, our neighbours. Um, do you think it's it's one of those where we do have to recognize that we're were you know we're the underdogs and we have to rebuild our team as Deco has said so how 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 excited are you for um for that for the 2022 world cup qualifiers sean yeah i mean i wouldn't say i'm excited through it all um i'm so i'm concerned um you know and Teko talks about rebuilding our team and he's 100 percent right but how can you rebuild your team when you've got to go into the World Cup qualifiers soon. You know, it's it's you know rebuilding a team is a five to ten year plan in my opinion. Um, it's it's frightening, Slew. I'm not feeling confident at all. Um, I don't care who we have to play against. Um, this was, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, we we, we need you know, things haven't been the same since Baxter left, and that's a fact. Um, whatever whatever he did there was working. Obviously, the powers that be um, didn't agree with what was happening. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know we're going to speak about Nseki now, um, but to find out that you've been fired in the press, <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. what, what? I don't. Oh man, you can you can hear my frustration. I don't know how to answer that, Slu. I'm I'm concerned. I'm not excited. I'm concerned. Deco, what do you think our our plan for the 2022 World Cup qualifiers should be? Because it's, it's so soon. It's it's it's, it's our very next calendar thing and we don't have a new coach yet so what, what do you think we should do for it uh i think slew we it's a high time that we need to look at the reality as <laughs> we, we we never give ourselves time we just we just broke up with this guy right now we can't be rushing into getting to another coach and come and coaching the team you know i think we, we people need to sit down and restructure the plan yes 2022 World Cup is 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 uh, qualification uh, not far away. But the truth of the matter is, do you want to play and compete in that World Cup, or you just want to show face again and come back? And mm. So I think we need to be realistic about what we, what are we trying to do as a, as a nation. What is it that we want to see ourselves? The position that we want to see ourselves, and by doing so, we need to do the hard uh, uh, hard decisions. 2022 is not a priority to us because even if we do qualify, we can't even beat Sudan. Mm. So it, it doesn't matter. You know, so I think what's important is 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 to look at the bigger picture, uh, look at the age group within within the PSL, within people. Now we're looking at you. Look at uh, the football in general. There's always a 17, 18 year olds popping somewhere, a South African ball popping somewhere in, in in all these big leagues. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's it's interesting to find out that we don't know about these players, but they're always popping up. Yeah. So therefore, that tells you something that okay, sharp. We do have eighteen and nineteen year olds players that are playing in good teams somewhere. We do have eighteen, nineteen year olds that are playing good teams in South Africa as well. Let's aim for something else. Twenty twenty four Africa Afcon. Okay, let's start rebuilding the team. Let's have a young coach. Let's invest in our coach so that he can go and travel and watch these players play. I don't yeah. remember Mlefi Zeki going overseas to go and watch Bongani or Rangers to go watch Bongani. Okay, maybe now it's too soon because of the been the COVID issue, but he's been the coach for that long. I've never heard that he went um uh, to go and and, and watch Kigan Dolly, for instance, to go and play. Mm, so now yeah, we need to invest, yeah. come back and be realistic, invest in a coach that needs to, or invest in a team that needs to go and actually look at this player's play. Instead of so, like- so, so Teko, take, take, you, you make a good point, but you do say the word invest. And I know Sartha do not invest. I don't care what, I've heard horror stories of coaches having to pay for their own flights and not getting reimbursed. So when you say invest, it's such a loose term, but I completely agree with you. But I think soft, if you use soft and investing in the same sentence, it's not going to happen. No, the reason the why there's no such uh, 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 shown is we, mm. we, we have people that when they came in, in the beginning, they had the good intentions. They had plans. Yeah. They wanted to do great in the football space. They've stayed, they overstayed their stay. So now mm. everything that they come now, now it's to watch their pockets. The passion is no longer there. So we need to get people that have uh, uh, you know that are fresh that has the passion for the game and mm. uh, and once we do that and and that doesn't cost much once we mm. do that and 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 what's important as well is to have football people in this in those in those positions let's not have yes. somebody with the portfolio of, 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 of hey uh, what what transportation somewhere no get football people in football spaces because you look at your Ghana's, you get your synagogues they've got football people in that spaces we need to have mm. football people in that space so that we can understand what footballers are going through. Footballers can also understand that they do have somebody that can actually understand their needs and hear them speak. So mm. now, once you have all those guys that have been there since 1902, out there in that office, you put um, newer guys in, fresh ideas, and then you can invest in the younger coaches. That was Football people, football people. Thank you. We need yeah. football people because mm. now we've got guys there in the offices of Sapa with this suits they've been there since mandela was still in jail and then now <laughs> they're still there and uh, they they've never been sports people they've been going around it he was part of the ministry in in and finance department and now he's been there he comes to football we don't have football people besides the mm. Jordan, we don't have football people there. Mm. this is true and and you know now now we have to try and replace this coach and of course you know malefian zeki we have to talk about him um since he's been sacked a lot of people have said he shouldn't have been coached in the first place there was a lot of question marks when he first arrived um then there's you know also you know a long list of people um who who everybody is saying could replace him we have the standard uh suspects like benny mccarthy gavin hunt's name has even been thrown out there um and it's it's just it just feels like we're, we're doing the same thing um so who who would you guys think is a strong candidate um, for this role? Uh, do you think that anybody stands out uh, or do you think that they'd be letting go of a good thing right now in order to, to join a project? It's a similar issue with the German national team, actually. Uh, you know what, Slu? 
it's such a tough you, you need someone with authority you, you need someone who's played the game at the highest level i always believe that, uh, that, that uh, you know we had that at sundowns we won the league under uh, neil tovey like but when he walked into a, a a change room you listen you know you you listen and and i think i hope i'm sure amazulu have that with uh, benny at the moment um but we haven't had that for a long time with Bafana. And I, I, I don't know, you know, Eric Tinkler's name's been thrown in there, Benny's name, Gavin Hunt. Um, you know, Gavin Hunt hasn't done himself any favors now um, in terms of being a Chiefs, you know, whether it's out of his control, in his control, whatever. Um, I think Eric's out of a job at the moment. But, you know, so no one that I've mentioned excites me for the job. I don't know if they're going to be looking abroad. I don't know if, if Slu, uh, I, I don't know. And I, and right now I'm not too bothered to be honest. We just need some results. But uh, but if you're talking about rebuilding a team, you're going to need someone young and fresh and someone who's been there, who's done that, who's who you want to listen, who you want to learn from. And and Siki wasn't that. Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned somebody young. One of the outside candidates, um, apart from like guys like Pizzo as well. Um, is, is a guy by the name of uh, Herve Renard who guided Morocco to qualification for the 2018 World Cup. He helped Zambia and Ivory Coast. He's bounced around a little bit, but but there are outside guys and like Arlos Cueros. Yeah, but look, we need to stop going around looking for people that specialize in helping other countries to qualify. Hmm. We need to have our own. We've been doing that. We've done that with the World Cup. We do that with all big uh, tournaments. We always try trying to find somebody that can come in and 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 have a project. We we've never actually thought about the national team beyond two years. So it's always been, um, uh, you know, emergency projects. Even now, coaching sake is not there. We're thinking of who's going to help us to qualify for the 2022 World Cup. Then after that, we're going to think, okay, who's going to help us to qualify for the next Afcon? So it's always been smaller projects and we're mm. always looking for guys that need to come in and help us. Clearly, we don't have enough trust. We don't uh, have enough faith in our own coaches, right? And for me, like, it, 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 to the point also that I wanted to say before I can speak about the candidates that we have, I remember there was a game that Bafana Bafana played. I don't remember who they were playing against, but it's a game that it, it was a scrappy win, I think. Keegan Dolly won the game. I've scored one of those goals. So the post match interview, I think Keegan Dolly said, um, uh, without without saying so many words, but he spoke about we need to have we need to start having a plan B, right? And uh, I was lying on the couch, and then I started sitting up straight, right? And then the next interview was uh, I think the interview yeah I think Keegan Dolly was the man of the match. So the next interview comes. Uh, the coach or whatever the case may be. But later on, uh, Danny Jordan comes for interview. <laughs> so Danny Jordan comes, start naming the players that are going to be part of the uh, part of the call-up in the next fixture. That's the coach's job. <laughs> so for the fact that Danny Jordan live on TV speaks about, no, next camp, we need to start calling uh, mm -hmm. the big guns. We're going to have Bongani Zungu. We're going to have this. It's a disrespect to the coach that we have. Mm. But the fact that he was fired via social media, it doesn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised mm. that he was never the guy that actually selects the national team in the in the beginning. I wouldn't be surprised that he's not the guy that actually picks the first eleven. 
if they can do that to him on live television and start telling about telling us about who's going to be available next 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 camp okay anyway so now with the new candidates that we have that are speaking that have been thrown in the head your bennies your govern hunt um eric tinkler look with with the it'll it'll make football it'll be great to have benny back i think for media it'll be a media spectacle that benny's back in the national team but the relationship between safa and benny it was not even great then when he was still playing mm-hmm. so can you imagine now and those are the same people that are still there you know and they 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 robbed him of the world cup that's not a mm-hmm. good thing so now mm-hmm. when when if, if they have to come and say like benny they need to they need to they need to speak about some things that needs to change or they need to change certain things that probably he was fighting then as a footballer and we all know that you know the change in safa how slow it is people will never go back to safa because of how they treated him after that incident mm. i don't think the relationship mm. between people and safa will ever be that great so so, t- so take a so just so why would someone want to coach bafana nobody nobody will want to coach bafana because of it there's still because there's ghosts in there there's people yeah. that have been there since since i was two years old mm. There's people that are still there when Mandela was about to be released. <laughs> we still have those people in the offices, and then we're expecting us to change. We expect. <laughs> look, the reason why the reason why PSL has been it's it's one of the most successful leagues is because of, look at the people that are involved in the PSL. Yeah. And then the reason why Safa it is what it is. Look at the people that are involved in Safa. And yeah. in in Cameroon, you've got your Samuel Etos that have been put in right positions for the national team. You go to Ghana, mm. you've got the. Uh, You've got guys that have played in the World Cup, guys that played for the national team, guys that meant something to the national team that put in the right position. You, not everybody wants to coach. Safa need to understand that. Not everybody played for Bafana Fana need to coach. But you need to have your Lucas Khadeba somewhere. You need to have your McFish somewhere. You need to have people that yes, played sir. somewhere. I wouldn't mind yeah. even seeing Eric Tinkler in the national team. He played. He won 96. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But we don't. We've seen guys that never kicked the ball coaching the national team. Now yeah. you 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 have a guy that has just been employed. Then you need to start googling who's this guy. Where is he from? <laughs> I don't want to do that. In the national team, start googling who who's because the thing is, for the fact that we're still going to have a coach that we still need to google, we'll never play to the best of our abilities. Mm. Because number one, he needs to be told. He needs to be taught uh, the the type of players that we have. He needs to be taught. He needs to be taught the language. He needs to be told. How, do you know? How, do you understand how many players we have overseas? He needs to do that mm. one by one by one. No, it's too much. Get somebody that mm. already knows the ropes. Get somebody that already knows the system. Change the offense. We're not saying change everybody in the office, but change certain things that affect the Bafana Bafana team. Mm. Change people that are involved in selecting the team. Change people that are involved in terms of logistics. Because trust me, there's horrible stories about guys don't keep getting their flights on time. There's horrible stories. Yeah. Players now they don't want to play for Bafana Bafana. It's not in trust. It's, it's nice to play for Bafana Bafana anymore. So I wouldn't yeah. advise Benny to go there. I wouldn't advise Gavin or Peter to go to Bafana Bafana as long as there's no change because it's going to be the same, same, same that every coach ever did. Indeed, indeed. Correct. From there, we switch gears to our Orlando Pirates. Uh, and if you guys pick up the Soccer Laduma paper for five bucks, you'll see the CS special in the paper focuses on their goalkeeping department. And so I want to briefly just uh, pick Sean's brain about this. Um, from your perspective, is the Ofori criticism justified this season? And should Orlando Pirates really be looking for a new keeper or is it an overreaction? Look, Slu, I think, um, in my opinion, you know, when you've got that sort of price tag which Pirates paid and... Um, 
you've gone to a massive club like Pirates. What is, and, and Teco knows this better than I do, what is expected of you is is beyond anything. Um, yeah, he hasn't had a great start at Pirates. And, you know, there's been empty stadiums. has probably been a little bit easier, I would imagine, for him um, without the sort of criticism from the fans because I think that could have even worse effects. Um, it is a bit concerning, um, taking nothing away from Richard. He's a top, top class goalkeeper, as we know. But when you sign for a bigger team, everything changes. I mean, you know, you might be a big dog at Maritzburg, but you sign for Pirates, <laughs> you're going to really find out very quickly if, if you're quality or not. I do believe he's quality. I just think he's having a tough time. I really do. Um, you know, Wayne is 38 now. I see the transition from him possibly going to the goalkeeper coaching role, um, which is which is great. Um, and there's only so much Wayne can push, I think, Richard. So they're looking for possibly a number one or someone to push Richard uh, for. So... Yeah, it's not surprising. They've got the money to do it. If you're not happy with your number one, you get someone else. And it's uh, and and he's a big boy. He must take the criticism and he'll bounce back because he's good enough. And and the reason is good enough. The reason we know he's good enough is because he's there. So um, yeah, it's it's he won't be he won't be over the moon. He knows he's better than the way he's been playing. Um, I do think though, playing for Pirates, your mistakes are ex- you know are they they're magnified massively. Um, if he made a couple of mistakes at Maritzburg, like that, you sort of just brush it off. But um, unfortunately, that doesn't happen at Team like Pirates. But um, the, yeah, unfortunate for sure. Um, but he'll take it. He signed a lengthy contract and he will bounce back. I will be surprised if they do sign someone like Ronwin Williams. I really do. Um, but there are a couple of goalkeepers that are out of contract that I feel will be a good fit as a um, a good number one, but probably a better number two to, to push Richard. Because I do believe Richard should still be number one. That's my opinion. Yeah, briefly, Deco, you've mentioned about Orlando Pirates that the culture is, you know, you have to step in and immediately shine. Uh, so do you think perhaps that having a, a similarly aged goalkeeping competition for him will improve his game? Or do you think that uh, he, he might, he might um, let's see, be even more nervy if there were proper competition for him? Uh, do you think that it will help or like benefit of Ori just to have the competition? Uh, not only for Ori, I think for the team as well. Um, I think it's important to, especially for a club that wants to participate in CAF um, and all competitions, you need to have um, a serious number two who possibly can be number one any given time and given opportunity to do so. And with the Pirates, they want to do so. And, and I think it's important for them to do that, to have somebody that can do that. And also to help Ori as well to to grow his game, to 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 be to be better, because at at Marysburg he was doing great. But also, I think most of the guys that are not doing very well, it was because of you know I think the impact of the fans. I think for me it's still the same. You know, it affected so many players. So many guys have had great games where they mm-hmm. could have you know been received well by fans, and they would have taken that you know into their next game. But now there's nothing. There's no reference. So it's, it, it, it feels like even if you had a great game, it feels like you didn't do anything because there's no reaction to it, you know? Mm. I think with with with, with, with Ofori, it, it's it, it just that the expectations are so high and and, and, that's, and and the level of, of comparison as well is crazy because the direct competitors of of, of Orlando Pirates, it's Mamluk Sundowns and Orlando and, uh, and Keizer Chiefs. So so it's always going to be that comparison. Okay, with, with this, they have 
you know, we also need to have better players in this department and this department. And with the signing of a four coming to Atlanta, it's a great move, but he needs to step up his mm. game. If he wants to be number one in, in, in Ghana, he needs to really, really step mm. up his game. He needs to not just stop goals from going in, but he needs to start winning games. I think Sean will understand when I say, as a goalkeeper, you start winning games, like keeping your teams, yeah. you know, in, in the game yeah. and, and being also contributing in terms of, 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 of an assist, my friend. You know, being, yeah. being vigilant. I think the, the, the games now requires everybody to, to can assist. And I think uh, I wish I could have that confident, confident conversation with, with, the, with the four. I think there's more that he can do that is not. I think he's focusing more on trying to prove himself than enjoying the game. And that affects his game. Yeah. But, but but yeah, man, I, I think there's a lot that he will offer. But but I think come with the fans probably next season coming back or for him, you'll see for him becoming better goalkeeper. Yeah, I think um, I, th- I think I think Alex Ferguson said it best. He said uh, a world-class keeper will 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 gift you 13 points a season, and I think that's what Teko means by um, winning games for his team. So that's uh, yeah, good point. It's a good that's a good solid quote there as well. Um, yeah. All right. So let's quickly run through some predictions. Uh, quick fire ones. Uh, Morocco Swallows versus Golden Arrows this Saturday. Who you got? Ooh, I'm going for a two-all draw. Salah will fly through the air, so the arrow will miss this time. (laughs) 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 Oh man, that was so bad. I'm giving it to Morocco Salas. I think Salas are tired of playing too many draws. I think they'll, you know, a narrow win for them against Salas. All right, and then I have Black Leopards versus Amazulu here. Yeah, a must win for Leopards. I'm going with an Amazulu win though. I'm going with Black Leopards win. Um, when Amazulu was on fire, they went to Black Leopards. That fire was fire. distinguished. So I think Black Leopards. I think Black Leopards are in, in, in good spirit, and uh, I think they they have the ammo for Amazulu. So I'll give it to Black Leopards. And then in the Cap Champions League, I didn't put the Downs match uh, mm. on on here, but uh, Downs versus Al Hilal, I believe. I don't have a lot of knowledge about Al Hilal, I doubt. But um, who you got there? Mm. Yeah, we're gonna go for Sundowns. So we so we Fridge. must be talking about the Chiefs ass. versus Vidad match, which is the big one. Must win for them, of course, but Vidad is a powerhouse, so you got Yeah, we, we have to back our boys, eh? We got it. Yeah. We got it. Right. Yeah, but yeah. but I I know Vidad, Chief. I I it's it's gonna be a tough one. But good yeah. luck to, I'll give it to Chiefs, irrespective of how good Vidad is. I want Chiefs to do well, guys. Right. Uh, so you know, Chiefs when they when they make their way over to Widad, uh, I'm hoping that it's a happy drive home for them. If you know what I mean. Uh, um, uh, you know how best to have a happy drive is in the car of the week. Yes, sir. This car of the week is from Son Hyung Min from Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this beautiful Ferrari, not any ordinary Ferrari. It is called La Ferrari. And it is valued at a staggering two million pounds. Yes, that is just over forty-two million rand for a car. Only four hundred ninety-nine LaFerraris were made last year, and all of them were sold out instantly. Text-wise, it leans towards the power of the Italian car makers F1 car, boosting a six-point-three-liter V12 engine. Um, capable of 950 horse brake power as well as a top speed, listen to this, of 477 kilometers an hour. It is also capable of hitting 0 to 100 in less than three seconds. 
guys, unbelievable. Oh my, oh my goodness. Oh I'll say God. this fast car for a fast guy. Maybe that's why he's running so damn fast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, imagine, imagine being able to say, babe, I'm just going to go buy a 42 million rand car. I'll see you now. <laughs> Do me a favor. And I've only 499. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway. What a, what a car. And, uh, you know, I think it's Good Friday today, Easter weekend. Uh, motivate the nation, Sean. Yes. And what better motivational quote from Mr. Motivator himself, Mr. Kune? Grow from whatever you've been through. Your best teacher is your last mistake. Learn to evolve. Loving it. He's back. He's back. back. He's back. Okay. Well, that has been episode number 67 of The Car Wash. Whether you've been listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, thank you very much for joining us on the show. I have been your host, Slupaho. That has been Mr. Sean Roberts. Inkosibuti. And that has been Mr. Teko Murise. (laughs) And we should see you guys next week, Thursday. So not same time, same place. But thank you very much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day further. Peace. Peace. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car.